Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. It was time for me to create a website. It was a long time coming. I have a ton of graphic design that I've made back in the day, thumbnails I've made for YouTube, YouTube videos, hosting gigs that I want to be able to show as a portfolio. So I made one on Squarespace and this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It truly is such a user-friendly experience when it comes to making websites. If you have no idea where to start, they can make it look gorgeous for you. It's very user-friendly. But then if you also have a very specific vision, you're able to do that here as well. They also have email campaigns. You can easily collect all of your email subscribers on your site and then build connections and repeat business through regular email updates. You can introduce your brand to subscribers with welcome emails or announce an upcoming sale or send your top customers a discount code. There's built-in analytics that measure the impact of every send. Head to squarespace.com slash Lexi and save 10% off on your first purchase of a website or domain using code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the At Lexi podcast. I'm your host, Lexi Lombard, and today I'm sitting in chaos, pure chaos, and I love it. I've talked many times on this podcast before about how there's so much benefit and routine and order and cleanliness and sometimes I will feel like I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown and then I simply do a few loads of laundry and take a shower and all is well in the world. That is not the case at all right now. I am happy as a clam sitting in the middle of so much trash and dysfunction and I'm loving it so a few days ago um we had some friends come into town our friend orion has been staying with us my friend ali has been staying with us and there's just a lot of suitcases in a tiny little apartment and i have you know my pr gifts that are out having my friend look through them and we also went out last night and stopped at a bodega and got i don't know maybe 75 dollars worth of snacks that are all still sitting on the coffee table right behind the microphone we have sour cream and onion pringles we have popcorn we have cookies we have an assortment of random little debbie hostess um snacks that i haven't probably eaten since fifth grade we have some yogurt covered almonds some trail mix those cream filled wafers you know like the dark chocolate hazelnut wafers they're like little sticks we have almonds that are bacon chattered flavor which is so gross and yerba mates there's ice cream sandwiches in the freezer we were waiting for our uber and uh we 
we just went a little crazy. I don't know. Uh, some drunk shopping, let me tell you. It, it'll it'll get you. The night was actually so funny. I'll back up and tell you a little bit about my weekend. So my friend Allie came in, and she's actually one of my best friends, Kaylee's... My, my best friend Kaylee's little sister. And she is working on her final and needed to come up to New York to get some fabric for her fashion final. And how bougie and chic is that? That she just flew up to get some fabric. And we spent all yesterday in the garment district. I also stopped by Times Square to see if my billboard was up. I had a billboard of myself go up in Times Square on Wednesday. Unfortunately, I was not in New York to see it because I went to DC on Wednesday to take my dad to the Billie Eilish concert, which was so much fun. An incredible time. Such a good bonding experience for me and my dad. Really special. 10 out of 10 experience. And I vlogged the entire thing. So if you want to see me and my dad taking tequila shots at the concert venue and then getting front row to see Billy and Phineas, definitely look forward to that on my YouTube channel soon. And that is when my billboard went up. I am a member of a content creator bank called Carrot, and they asked if I wanted to be one of the featured influencers on their Times Square billboard rotation. So it's a photo of me, and it says host of the At Lexi podcast, as well as 400,000 subscribers on YouTube. And it's just me on a 50-foot billboard. So in the Garment District, I stopped by to see if it was still up. There were some problems, so it's going to rotate again and be up in the next like couple weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. Went to the bookstore, picked up a new book because I finished Middlesex this week. It's a hefty book, but if you are up for the challenge, I highly recommend reading Middlesex. It is an epic journey. What I have come to learn is that I like long, reflective books, and I learned that from the data on my book app. I use Storygraph, the newer version of Goodreads, and it'll break it down into a graph, what you like to read. And 50% of the books I read are slow-paced reflective. So I've come to learn that that's what I like. So keep that in mind if I'm ever recommending a book. I'm probably not recommending you a fast-paced, uh, quick read. So Middlesex was, I think, over 500 pages. And it's a total epic. It's crazy. You have incest. You have secrets you have religion you have superstition there's love and trials of tribulation trials and tribulations excuse me and it's a really entertaining read but it's a slow paced one it took me I'm not gonna lie about 200 pages to get into it but I finished it this week and then I was actually listening to I want to say it was Emma Chamberlain's podcast and she said that she read this book by Lemony Snicket called Poison for Breakfast and it was really quick and I wanted to reward myself with a quick read after this really lengthy one so I went to the bookstore yesterday and I picked it up and it's tiny and I actually loved Lemony Snicket. He's the author of the series of Unfortunate Events and I ate that series up when I was in third grade. That was the series of third grade for me and I can't wait to dive into this similar except for it doesn't seem like it's similar whatsoever novel same author actually seems entirely different but I've always been curious if I were to go back and read some of my favorite books from when I was a kid if they would still do it for me because people love Harry Potter for instance and I read the first four books when I was in second grade 
I've always wanted to go back and read Harry Potter. And same thing, I really like this series called the Mediator series. I think I was in sixth grade when I loved that one. The Click series, that was fourth and fifth grade for me. Coming to think of it, I've, I've always really liked books and I'm so glad that that has come back into my life because if you're a student, I will say it, I did not read very much when I was in school and I didn't read very much immediately after high school. I can't remember reading much from probably 18 to maybe 22, sort of took a little four year break from reading and now that I have the time, it's gotten so much easier to make the time and have it as a proper hobby in my life and it's such an enjoyable experience so got a new book and then we took the train back to my house dropped off all of our stuff and went to Williamsburg to go out drinking with a couple other friends we tried a few places all were so crowded and there's a place in Williamsburg called Freehold that it's just a solid backup plan because there's always seats it's huge it's a giant venue they have DJs that play music. I've also gone to a comedy show there. Just very large booths. They have an outdoor section and it was gorgeous yesterday. It was 57 degrees in New York. 57. That is so warm and so comfortable and so pleasant. But we got a table inside and you have to scan a QR code to order food. A waiter came and said, actually, this table's reserved. Can I move you over here? But I had still scanned the QR code from the first table that we were at. And that's where I ordered food on. And I got like an $80 bucket of Moscow mules, as well as a pepperoni pizza. And my other friend had ordered pizza and fries for the table. We were waiting and waiting and probably been 45 minutes and then my friend noticed the table that we were sitting at was enjoying all the food that we ate. I mean all the food that we ordered and none of them said a word. We had a little back and forth with our waiter just trying to get our food. So the night started off a little rough where we're all just sitting there at this point probably an hour in haven't had a sip of anything so I'm like we need to take shots come on. So I ordered shots for us and then we start dancing, getting into it a little bit. We're starting to play games. We're playing What Are the Odds, which I'm sure a lot of you know it, but the game is essentially you ask a question aiming to get someone to do something, and you ask them, what are the odds that you will go to the table that our food went to and ask them to buy us a round of drinks? And you can say one in whatever. You could say one in five, one in 10, one in 20, one in 100. And obviously this, the smaller the range, the higher chances you have of having to do it. And you go one, two, three, and say a number between one and whatever the range you decide it is. And if you and the person say the same number, you have to do it. So we were just doing a variety of them. And there was a table in the back that had two mature women, probably in their, you know, later years. And then this other man. Editing Lexi to speed up the process because I gave a lot of details. Essentially, when we were at the first table that we ordered our food to, our waiter came up and said, you can't have this table, it's reserved. There was a table next to it. So I said, what about that one? He's like, can't have that. That's our investor's table. I have to keep it open until they get here. So you can take this table. So we knew that there was a table for investors. And my friend said, what are the odds that you'll go to the investor's table and talk to them? I said, one in 10. And my friend and I counted one, two, three, and both said four. So I go over and I notice that they have a disco ball at their table. And I, that's my first point of 
conversation because I didn't know what to say to them. So I say, did you bring that here? And they're like, no, we sell these. There's drinks inside and they lift the top of the disco ball and it's a punch bowl full of their signature, signature drink at Freehold. And I'm like, this is so cool. They're like, you should have some. So they pour me a cup and they're like, no, 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 more, more. You need more of it. And I try it and I was like, this is so good. And the man asked where we were sitting and I pointed to our table and he said, I got you, I got you. And next thing you know, we have a disco ball full of their, I think it was like a watermelon vodka, kind of like florally fruity drink. And we were already having Moscow mules that were finally delivered to us. So the beginning of the night was us sitting at our table, waiting 45 minutes, an hour, hour 15, almost twiddling our thumbs, being like, are we, we don't want to seem impatient or rude, but come on, like we got to get a little something to all of a sudden having so much alcohol being headed our way we also got another round of shots they started bringing us mezcal margaritas we went from zero to hammered so quickly and it was so fun i had so much fun we were just dancing we really sat down and got along with them we took a lot of photos so i have a photo of my friend ali with one of the women and it literally looks like ali and her grandma like went out to dinner together and were smiling taking a photo this morning i was like um that was so cute. She's like, oh yeah, I have her number and her email. We're gonna, we're gonna get together next time I'm in the city. We actually had such a good time. It was a total surprise. And once our time had kind of passed and it was time to head out, we went to another place and another place. And then our two of our friends wanted to go to a party back in the Lower East Side or something like that. And you know what? I had my fun. So my friend that was staying with me, Ali, we went back to my house. But while we were waiting for our Uber, we went incredibly hard in the snack department. And I'm still looking at all of it. <laughs> it's in front of me. I'm literally sitting by so many snacks. I'm surrounded by spare towels and pillows and suitcases and yeah, it's pure chaos, but I've been having such a good time. I've been having so much fun. This week was so chaotic and so fun. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to say this. I was about to say I worked hard and I played hard. Whatever it is, what it is, that's exactly what I did. And I'm here with a smile on my face. Because I'm feeling so good, I posted on my Instagram story asking for questions, as I always do for every episode. My Instagram handle is at Lexi. And this time I said, the theme is good and happy, and I'm curious what you guys asked. I want to keep this episode light and fun. Last week's episode, which was called How to Level Up, or When It's Time to Level Up, I loved that episode because it was just fun. And don't get me wrong, I, I have favorite episodes from this podcast that are heavy. The We're All Gonna Die episode, probably one of my favorites that I've ever done. But time and place and you need to mix it up and I've been in the fun lighthearted mood the past couple weeks so we're gonna run with it and let's go on Instagram to see your questions but first a word from today's sponsors this podcast is sponsored by Squarespace Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. 
Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. question I'm going to answer is from Credit Kardashian. That's a funny username. Okay, love that. The question is, um, what do you do when you have good news but nobody to tell it to? I have a hard time believing that you don't have anyone to tell your good news to. Parents, sibling, friend, cousin, boss, neighbor, stranger. I mean, at the very least, sometimes if I hear good news and I'm not around anyone, and maybe, like, no one answered. The first few people I called, no one answered. I am totally the type of person to spill my guts and just tell the person next to me on the bus or the train to say, I just got the promotion. I'm so excited. Like, people love good news. Strangers love good news. Your family loves good news. Your friends love good news. Social media, you could literally post it on your story if you wanted the world to know, hypothetically. Han Harris asked, what things do you not regret buying? I'm doing a brief search around my space and I'm trying to think of something wildly expensive that I think was a great purchase. You know what I never regret buying? Things for other people. Taking a friend out to dinner, getting a gift for someone. I've never regretted spending my money generously. Catherine Goodrich asked, what is your favorite warm and fuzzy memory to revisit? I'm going to revisit this concert with my dad. Just looking over at him and watching him smile at the show. And I love being able to be at an age where I can treat my dad and I can take him out and get him a drink and pay for parking. You know, I'm not doing anything extravagant. You know, I'm not at the point in my life where I can pay my dad's rent or buy off his house which I would love to do one day but it's nice to you know you know parking's on me this drink's on me the ticket wasn't on me though I will thank Claudia and Phineas for that one I really appreciate it Tamer Sultan asked how do you feel happy months after a breakup they pop in my mind randomly once the animosity from the breakup is settled I will look fondly on the fact that I had that experience. I'm glad that experience existed for me. It's not that I want to go back. Just because there's a fond memory doesn't mean that 
it's the right thing to do with your present. You don't have to have a bad past to want to be in the present. You can have a good past and still want to keep moving forward. But how to feel happy months after a breakup? Putting yourself out there, and that doesn't necessarily mean in terms of a new relationship, but just taking a look inside of what you like to do and what you want to do and then go out and do it. Alex Goen. Oops. Wait. Alex Goen asked, where have you traveled and where do you want to? I've been to Canada. I've been all around the U.S. There's plenty of states that I haven't been to, but I've traveled all the East Coast. Um, On the West Coast, I've done California and Oregon. But I definitely, and I've been to Texas, but I've never been to a lot of the Midwest. I've been to Illinois, but... Never Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, not any I've been to Colorado, but besides that, no Wyoming, no Montana, no Idaho, and I would love to go there. I'd love to go to Washington. I'd love to go to the west side of Canada. I've been to Mexico several times. I've never been to South America. I've been to England, France, Spain. So I would love to go to Italy, I'd love to go to Greece, I'd love to go to Turkey, I'd love to go to Ireland, Scotland, I'd love to go to the Netherlands, you know, I would love to go to Sweden, Switzerland, Norway, um, to clarify, I'd love to go to Iceland, I've been to Thailand, but I'd love to explore more of Southeast Asia, like Cambodia, Vietnam, I'd love to go to Japan, I'd be interested in Russia as well, curious about that life. And then in South America, like I said, I've never been, but I'd love to go to Chile, Chile, sorry, I don't know how you say it, Argentina, Brazil, Peru, Bolivia, those would be great places. Yeah, there's so much to see. Um, So I've traveled a good bit, but I was with a friend last night and she's been to 42 countries. I'm like, damn, I think I've been to like, like eight, (laughs) let's count, Canada, Mexico, the U.S., France, Spain, England, Thailand. Seven. Did I miss Mexico? I don't remember. Hang on. So the three in North America, then France, England, Spain, Thailand. Oh my God! I have where I gotta be missing something. I've only been to seven. All right, moving on. <sighs> Kyler Duh asked, "How to feel good and happy when you feel?" bad and mad. Uh, I don't think you can feel something else when you feel one way. You can shift your perspective. Uh, But sometimes the world just comes crashing down and when it rains it pours and just remember that if it's pouring down with bad news, good news is around the corner. L Deluxe Virgin asked how to not get bored of your healthy routine. Okay, Great question. It's something I deal with frequently because when I'm in too bad of a routine, I need my healthy routine. But if I'm only doing the healthy routine, I get so bored of it. And I think you need a little bit of chaos just every once in a while. And it it can be reasonable chaos, i.e. just having a friend fly in last minute and be here for 48 hours and just throwing a little bit of a wrench in your routine because A... It keeps things from getting boring, but also it tests you. It puts your routine to the test and sees, A, how much of your routine can 
exist when your schedule has shifted, when there's an added variable into the routine. It tests you to see how much of your routine is flexible and uh, really lifestyle effective to be something that can exist long term. Also, it shows you maybe what parts of your routine you're okay putting on the back burner for a short period of time. I don't know. I actually don't have a proper answer for this. I'm just thinking about it. I'm going to continue thinking about it and maybe I'll come back next week with a better answer. Hedvig Majolent asked, when are you at your happiest? Love you and your soothing voice. Thank you. When am I at my happiest? I'm at my happiest when I've been out and about and on the go and on my feet and then it's finally time to sit and relax. I love that. I love that. I also love the beginning of anything new. I don't know whose quote this is, but my favorite place to be is somewhere I've never been. I relate to that so much. I like my comforts, but I love newness way more. My favorite place to go is some place that I've never been. And I think about that all the time when I was younger in school. And I remember I went to this conference in middle school for a week. And I got to miss a week of school and just be with a bunch of other middle schoolers that were pulled out of their schools to go to this conference. And I had never had so much fun. I loved that I was being put in these classes with kids that I'd never met. And I like that I can make new friends very quickly. And I like making connections. And I like being in a room with no one that I know. I would genuinely rather be with my favorite spaces to be are in a room where I know everyone intimately and so comfortably or if I'm alone in a room where I know no one. My least favorite situations are to be in a space where I'm kind of friends with everyone but no one that well or being in a place with a ton of strangers and one or two people that I know because then it keeps me in a safe zone. I'm not challenging myself. If I go into a room of strangers with a plus one, I rarely branch out. I more than likely just stay with my plus one. Grace C. Stewart asked for my favorite things currently. My favorite things currently, what are they? I love my butterfly Jiju pillow. I love my I love my see-through button-downs. I love my claw hair clips. I love my Lexi earrings and necklace. I love my fridge magnets. I love my slippers from Emily. I love I love my Canon G7X vlogging camera. I love my books. I love my closet. Hmm. Trying to think of like a snack. I love my Kodiak cake granola bars. I love my chocolate peanut butter chip macro bars. Yeah, those are some favorite things. I need to make a favorites video on YouTube because so much of favorite things is visual and I would love to show them on camera instead of just explain them to you. Just You Just asked, how do you imagine people listening on the other side? I picture y'all in your commute, in your car. So if you're in your car right now driving to work, I'm seeing you. If you're on your afternoon walk or evening walk, morning walk, whatever time, if you're on a walk, I see you. If you're cleaning your 
apartment, your home right now, I see you. If you're doing a craft, arts and crafts, something like that, I see you. Those are the things I see. Like people on a dog walk, people painting, people making their bed, doing laundry, people driving or walking. That's what I, that's what I see. That's how I imagine people listening on the other side. So if I'm right, show me on IG. And if I'm wrong, show me on IG. I love watching people um, post on the story that they're listening to the pod. KT Sai asks, what are some activities to pass the time with? Reading, walking. I live for my long walks. I live for my subway rides with a book. But I also like just sitting with a book. I just prefer being on the subway a little bit. I love long FaceTimes with my friends. I love dinners out at restaurants. I like prepping things. I haven't been cooking that many meals, but I've been making my own ginger shots. I've been making my own jam. Those are all pretty wholesome things. Alyssa J. McLaughlin asked, what is your go-to mood booster that you can always count on? My Sunday FaceTime with Kaylee. One of my best friends and I chat every Sunday. You know, we we sometimes miss the mark, but nine times out of ten, and I can always count on that FaceTime being a mood booster. Calm Vibes asked, what kind of organizing makes you happy? I do not like organizing things, physical things. I like, I don't like organizing plans either. I don't like organizing. I It does not come naturally to me at all. I literally had to have my cousin Morgan come in and help me organize my closet and my things so what kind of organizing makes me happy i like organizing things that already have their place i have trouble deciding what the place of my belongings will be but once i know i'm really good at following the system so that i guess would be my favorite i really had to think through that one ina blanche asked is happiness an instance or a state oh i'm gonna go ahead and say an instance As someone who has feelings running through her veins at any and all moments of the day, happiness is something that I experience. I do not think it's a choice. Happiness is a feeling that I just get to have. It's just an instance where, you know, looking on the bright side, positivity, peace, calm, those are states. That is something that I can make myself feel, where I can bring myself back to neutral, but it's really hard to let myself be happy about something or make myself happy if it's out of nowhere. Who knows though, maybe I'll change my opinion on that. Vilma Molstead asked, what song instantly puts you in a good mood? Oh, Regina Spector's album, it's yellow and she's a black and white image. I love Hotel Song. I love Fidelity. I love Dusseldorf. I love that time. When those are on, instantly better mood. I love Regina Spector. Same person also asked, what are some hobbies you want to try out in 2022? She said, parentheses, like tapestry. I want to continue reading. I want to continue running. I want to continue weightlifting and taking bar classes. I want to get back into yoga or at least more flexibility and balance training. Really enjoy that. I want to try 
There was a moment there where I wanted to try either fencing or rock climbing, and I haven't made any moves towards that. I want to get more into selling my clothes. I have so many clothes that are fabulous that I'm ready to get rid of or ready to part with. And I have my donation pile, but I have some collectible items, and I want to incorporate that into my life. Mia Seaton Beetle asked, did you have any spiritual experiences after your mom passed away? Have you felt her, seen her? Several times. One was in the fall, this past fall. Her and I, we were shoppers. We were intense shoppers. My mom knew how to shop. This woman, that was her sport. Ask anyone. And we would go to Nordstrom when I was in elementary school, middle school, high school, for as long as I can remember. We would go to Nordstrom. We would spend hours there. We would try on every cute outfit. And when I was trying things on, I was trying on proper full outfits, you know, like top, bottom, accessories, the full thing, a jacket, maybe shoes with it. And we would pick out all of our favorites and then we'd go to lunch in the Nordstrom Cafe and we would talk about everything that we tried on and looked at and then we would decide what we actually want to go home with and it was just my mom and I had a way and it used to be my mom my grandma and I so her mom and I the three of us we would do this but then my grandma passed away and then it just became my mom and I my dad would do it too he would just be off in the men's section And then sometimes he'd be there for lunch. Sometimes it would just be her and I going. Anyway, then we would get all the things and we just had a way of being able to find things that worked. Like there was just magic when we would shop together. And I regret this, but I don't regret this. I went through my 18, 19, 20 year old angsty activist phase where I finally had learned about consumerism and capitalism and decided this is disgusting. All of our shopping has been repulsive and I condemned my mom for it. And I know this is not part of the question that you asked, but I kind of wanted to get that off my chest. I just regret blaming her for these problems of society that she was just a product of. And I, you know, that's why in our stalking videos, sometimes I just looked like a total bitch because I was so mad at her for buying these little things even though in her head she's like every little thing has has an attachment of a story of why I bought this for you and how much I love you but for a couple years I rejected that so so intensely and anyway back before that phase went down we were able to just pick out pieces that fit you know when you have shopping trips and nothing is working you're in the dressing room and you hate everything every Piece after piece after piece is just a shaking your head, big fat no. That was not the case when we would do it. We always had good luck. And this past fall, I needed some fall clothes. I hadn't been like properly shopping in a while. So I I actually vlogged this. I went to a woke vintage in Greenpoint and Mirth and I want to say another store, Tired Thrift. And I had a ball. I went into the dressing room with so many different items And it felt like piece after piece after piece that I was trying on were just yes after yes after yes. And everything fit like a glove. And the prices were just so good. And it felt like I was finding exactly what I was looking for. And I left that shopping trip knowing damn well that my mom was with me that whole afternoon. Same thing, I was reading the book Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson, which is a fabulous read. Totally a feel-good read. And also educational in a sense and 
I was reading this section talking about how to find signs and a language for your past loved ones, or if she likes to use the term cross because they haven't passed, or they have passed, but they've crossed just to another side, and we still have access to it, and the way that she describes it is that we're all in the same house, they're just in another room, and I was looking for a sign, and I couldn't come up with something, so I just said to her, send me something, send me something, and the next day, I'm checking my email, and I get this email with the subject line, is this a photo of you? And it's an email from one of my mom's old co-workers who is saying, Hi Lexi, I am ashamed that I haven't reached out to you. Your mom was a really good friend of mine and we taught at the same school for years and I've lived in New York, New Jersey, Florida. They lived, I feel like, in some island for a hot second and she's been moving around and she was looking through boxes and found this tiny wallet-sized photo. And also in this email, she's like, I love how your mom would put potato chips on her sandwiches and this woman could shop like it was a sport. I mean, this was a known thing. My mom, my mom could spend money. Uh, <laughs> and she says, I found this photo. It reminded me of you. I don't know if it is you, but I just wanted to say that I'm thinking about you. And I click the attachment, and it's a tiny photo of me. There's no name. There's no date. What are the odds? So, yes, I've absolutely had some spiritual experiences after my mom has passed away. And I love her so much. And in a way, I almost feel like my mom's relationship with mine has only gotten stronger and more profound since. So it's been a really interesting, wild experience. Okay, next question. Mia Sandin Beetle asked for the best cure for a hangover. Chug water before you go to bed and shower when you wake up. Clean clothes, clean underwear, clean yourself off. Time, obviously, is the actual best hangover cure. Or not drinking, but you know what I mean. Savannah Johnson asked, what are you looking forward to most this spring and summer? I'm looking forward to warm weather i'm looking forward to wearing less layers even though i've had so much fun layering my clothes and creating outfits for this cold weather i am so ready to not have to do that also i'm looking forward to being able to walk and run again very comfortably because oh the warmth the warmth is so good i also want to go on some road trips oh i love spring and summer i love it francis india 05 as sun rises or sunsets sunsets sunrises you know they're a total treat but i'm more consistent seeing sunsets in there i would go on a limb and say equally as beautiful do we disagree caroline domico asked how do i communicate with my boyfriend that i want him to plan more dates without asking i think the way to do it is asking you just have to ask in a flirty way like just go up to him and be like so when are you gonna take me out on a date huh vix vapor rub asked what's a food that instantly changes your mood in a good way or a bad way <laughs> in a good way probably a smoothie maybe with like a little protein powder in it or something i'm always a better person after a smoothie same thing with oatmeal yeah hot tea always a better person after that healthy you know those are the things that make you feel better 
Maki Chasey asks, how are you spending Valentine's Day? Oh, so Tiff Barra is having a party tomorrow. So my friend and I, he said he was going, which he's not my Valentine. I mean, <laughs> I love him, but we're going to go to that and that'll be fun. I do not have a Valentine this year, so going to go party. Such disgrace asks, what can you do to celebrate besides drinking? Because smoke. <laughs> you don't want to do anything of that sort. You could have food, celebratory dinner, feast, breakfast, lunch, dessert, dance. Gila Hoyos asked, habits that make me happy? Obviously reading, obviously walking. Did I already sort of answer this? I like doing my makeup and hair and getting dressed in a fun look. That makes me so happy and that's a healthy habit. Showering, brushing my teeth, all the normal things like that. Really love, really love them. Anna Galava asked, what is my successful recipe for a night out? I think if there's, <laughs> oh, I'm so head ass. Okay, if there's lots of laughter and smiling, uh, that's successful night. Um, if I felt like really comfortable, um, nice and confident, self-esteem is high, successful night. Um, you know, when you wake up happy with no anxiety, successful night. I feel like there's TikTokers out there that have formulas, like that's their, their shtick is someone will ask, what is your recipe for a successful night out? And they're like, okay, let me break it down for you. The top 10 things that make a night successful. Number one, new friend. There's got to be a stranger that wasn't involved in the pregame that you end up bonding with at some point in the night. They can be someone that you never see again or you see many times after that. The second is one person in the group must kiss someone. That is key. You need to know that there was some love in the air. You know what I'm saying? Can't you picture that? Anyway, you could totally go off of that, but I just feel like lots of laughs and smiling is, you know, a good night. Lauren Davis 15 asked, how to be happy during transitional periods? Transitional periods are hard. Also, in terms of actual moving, if you're moving jobs or moving homes, there's a phenomenon called, maybe phenomenon is not the right word, but there's an experience that we have called root shock, and it's really hard on our body and our psyche to move places physically, and just know that any sort of tumultuous feeling that you're having, any stress, it's because it really is a, a hard thing to do. Even for people that love change, I love change. Uh, it's tricky. So how to be happy during transitional periods. If you're someone who is finding a hard time having consistency, have your little things that you're used to. So if there's certain meals that you can count on, you know, where that feels consistent, or if there's a show that you're following, or... Um, a particular routine, like keep that so you have some consistency. Underscore Anisher asked, any small practices that spark joy in your day? So I, in the last episode, went over my new daily routine that I have, and it's on a note in my phone with the little bubbles that you can select once you've done it. And my three favorites are put on a song. And so every single day, I at least listen to one song, and it's gotten me back into listening to music, which I love so much. The other one I love is saying I love myself five times out loud, 
which I haven't done it yet, so we'll do it. I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself, I love myself. And then the other one is self-love affirmations. There's a longer list, so just go listen to my last episode if you're curious about it. But one of my third favorites is the self-love affirmations. And I don't know if it's really what I'm doing. I think it's turned a bit more into a gratitude list. But I just put it all out there. I say, like, whatever it is. Like, I love that um, my friend Josh made me a cup of coffee this morning. I love that I got to have sour cream and onion Pringles for breakfast. I love that I got to record the podcast. I love that it was 50 degrees yesterday, but it's snowing outside today. I love that I'm going over to my friend's house and his mom is going to cook us a proper Dominican meal tonight. I love, except for I was really bitter two hours ago. I was like, I don't want to go out in the snow. I'm tired. I was out all last night. I don't want to go. It's going to be great. I was telling my friend uh, while she was leaving, I was like, I know after I record this podcast, like I'm going to feel better. I'm going to be such a, you know, better person and not such a whiner. And she's like, girl, I'm a complainer. You're talking to the right person. Uh, But it's true. I'm going to have a really great time. I love that um, there was chaos this weekend, but it was full of love and fun. And I love that uh, my friend helped me figure out how to use my new Apple Watch band because John got me this nice Apple Watch band for Christmas. And it was too big, but you have to unscrew part of it to resize it to yourself. And my friend, I knew she would be good at it. And this morning she was just like, do-do-do-do-do great there you go and so now I have a new Apple Watch band that I was babysitting for a long time and by a long time I mean like a week but still now I get to enjoy it I love that I went to a new Barnes and Noble yesterday and it's not new it was just the first time I'd ever gone there and it was so clean I loved the layout it had such a good energy normally I go to the Park Slope one which to be honest not the best energy it's really it's really mediocre at best, whereas this one, it was sort of Midtown area, Midtown East, I would say, potentially, and oh my god, the layout, feng shui, all in the right places, so that I loved, I loved that I had a billboard go up of myself in Times Square this week, that's insane, once I actually see it with my own eyes, I will be 10 times more thrilled, but I already got a photo of it, so I know it was there. It's just a matter of me getting to see it. I love that my dad and I went to a concert this week. I love that I read Middlesex this week. I love, I love, I love, I love. I see, and I'm already just feeling all smiley and happy and energized talking about all the things that I love. And sometimes it's nice when you are like beating yourself up about something to just change the perspective to be like, I love how important it is for me to be the best version of myself because sometimes when we're criticizing ourselves it is because we just know that we can do better so twist the narrative look inward and add that to your little routine those are some of my favorite habits oh god i lost the chat but you know we've been very chatty so if you like this podcast rate it five stars give it a review on the podcast app you can follow me on instagram it's the same as this podcast name my username is at lexi my YouTube channel is Lexi Lombard. My Twitter is at Lexi. My TikTok is Lexi Lombard forever. And I will see you back or you will hear me and my voice back next week for another episode. I love you all so much. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. 
Take care. XOXO, Lexi. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.